singing because i don't and therefore you do the singing for both of us i'll do plenty of singing perfect i'm so, so glad the back scratcher is back oh my gosh what was it not here last week i don't even remember I feel like we didn't talk about it last weekend so i feel like we're i feel like we're missing something God, there so, so itchy today back at it peeps um i also have a light cough so i'm so sorry if i cough in your ears everybody i'm working on it <laughs> i'm working on it at least um, make it sound classy, okay? And if you're wondering what kind of an adult I am, because I'm sure people wonder that as they listen to these episodes. Always. Like, are these really adults? For dinner tonight after work, I had mozzarella sticks and three cheese macaroni <laughs> and cheese made by Kraft. So. Yummy. My brother told me this weekend, every time he makes mac and cheese, his kids don't eat it. And I'm like, why do you keep what? making it? So then we like paused for a minute and I said, is it because you eat it every time? And he was like, <laughs> pretty much. I guess he's just making it for himself at this point. I mean, that's what I do. We don't have kids here. I'm just making well, it for we- me. Well, we had this conversation about what was your fancy kid meal when you were younger yeah. and ours was because we were you know we were a low budget um ours was we knew it was a fancy night when mom pulled out the uh frozen salisbury steak mm. with Velveeta shells and cheese and pear salad which oh. do you know what pear salad is I, I mean is it a salad with chopped up pears in it sliced okay. pears? no it's basically like these half they're canned pears but they're like sliced in half yeah and Basically, it would be like mayonnaise and then sprinkled like shredded cheese on top. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the mayonnaise. So I'm curious if anybody out there, because I was talking about this with my friend Nicole. She's like, we used to have pear salad. And we were like, yes, and we all had pear salad. So I don't know if it's a Southern thing. But if you, if we have any listeners that used to eat this pear salad, I would love to hear from you. I'm not I know that I'm not alone. I'm, or weird. I mean, I know I'm not alone, but I'm just curious I, if there's anybody else that had to suffer through that. She was like, I'm going to make it for my kids. <laughs> I'm sorry for my reaction. I didn't mean to yuck your yum, but it for whatever sound, reason. It sounds really gross, but it like it wasn't though. I mean, I don't know. was it? I liked it. Yes. I was know. it an acquired taste? Also, I'm a big applesauce fan. Okay. Um, really, I'm really into the applesauce. That was like the other thing we would have with that meal. But what was yours? Did you have one? Like a fancy kid meal? No. Sorry. You Not probably went to a fancy restaurant with like white tablecloths. Yeah. we had When they had napkins. Um, we did have breakfast at a Disney restaurant this past week. Remember, we talked Ooh. about breakfast uh, two episodes ago. That's like a real fancy kid meal. It is. And I admitted that I don't really eat a lot of breakfast meals in mm-hmm. Disney World, whether it's in the parks or the resorts. We went to Cape May Cafe over at the Beach Club. Mm-hmm. I think that was my first time there for breakfast. Wait, wasn't this, wasn't this one of the things we talked about? One of the places we talked about? I don't, I don't remember. Breakfast? Either way, I know I have a list of things okay. I wanted to try and Cape May was okay. on it. So I went there. Okay. And uh, it was Nicole and me and a friend. And mm-hmm. uh, I ultimately can't eat enough breakfast items to justify a buffet because it's a lot of money. Yeah, uh, it's forty one dollars a person. I could put it down. Take me to take me to Tusker House. I'll put down. Tusker House is a little bit different because I feel like there's more yeah. to eat there. But the food, the food I came in was fine. There was nothing necessarily like oh, super awesome about it or bad. It just was breakfast food. Like the waffles were okay. The bacon was I thought was good. I had a bunch of their pastries, but bacon. it took like. I feel like 20 plus minutes went by before our first character came over. Oh, which is kind of a bummer. I don't know. Well, we're there to see the characters. Like, I'm like, you just walk over there. I just want to see you, but over there. I just want to take a picture. Um, (laughs) I want to eat my food and watch the show. (laughs) And I don't know if everyone saw the post on that Park Life podcast on Instagram because (gasps) Daisy was owning it. I showed it to my brother. I was what she was doing, though. 
So there's a part of the of the meal, kind of like have you ever been to Chef Mickey or even Tusker House? Actually, they'll do like a thing every yes. every so often, right? Like at Chef Mickey, they wave the napkins and sing their song. I think Tusker House they do like a line of like a conga line or whatever yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So at at Kate May, I don't, only one character really participated in this event, mm-hmm. and it was Daisy. So like the mm-hmm. loudspeaker came over, and like like music started playing, and like they were doing like all different types of swimming, a uh, swimming of a uh, dancing positions. One of which was the swim. Macarena. And, and uh, <laughs> Daisy just went for it on on, on everything. It was running around on her while well, running up in a little aisle that she was on. She was feeling her Cheerios. That she morning. was going for it, whatever that means. And then when she got to our table, we were like letting her know that we saw her doing, mm-hmm. you know, cutting a rug our over Beth there. Was hilarious. Yes, and, uh, and then she just started, started posing and doing all like these kinds of movements and stuff. So if you haven't seen it, it's at that Park Life podcast because she's she really went for it and made it made the experience. Need to catch Daisy in the morning, apparently. I guess so, because you know the She's other ones were fine. rug out there. It was Minnie, Donald, the usual Daisy, and someone else. So there's mm. that Goofy. It was Goofy. No Mickey. Um, no Mickey for this. Mickey's not. All, Mickey can't be everywhere all at once. So uh, he's busy doing well, some things. Yeah, I want him to be. I want him to be right here, right now. Um, I did also go back to Epcot for Epcot Forever. Okay. Because I wanted to so, experience it again. Second time, right? Second time. Second time. Um, I liked it just as much the second time around, and I posted a nice little photo that I got um, from the night. And I want to talk about that for a second because we've talked to some photographers here before. We had our episode with Brayden um, where we did a little behind the lens kind of thing. And he talked about this, and I just was reminded of it. And if you ever look at a photo on Instagram and kind of feel like, well, I can never do that, I'm not going to try. Just right. try, because I don't know 100% what I'm doing. I'm just kind of winging it. I took, I don't know, 50-plus photos that night, and I posted one. Granted, it's a composite. It, you take, like, two or three uh, and it right. together, but still, it's one, like, image I'm representing my night's visit of right. or with. So, like, just take what you can and learn, because yeah. I am still learning. I took one photography class in school, in college, in 2000, and, I don't know, six, seven, whatever year that was. It's been a long time. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, if I'm winging it, you can wing it too. And I think you'll surprise yourself as to what you can do with your camera. Yeah, we were just talking about this this past weekend. I um, was talking about with my siblings about the new iPhones and how it was like, well, why does the 8 have like 8 plus have two lenses and then the new phone has three lenses? And I was trying to explain that photographers do that. They'll take multiple photos mm-hmm. of the same layer them on top of each other and that's how like a lot of times you get photos that look incredible and you're like how in the how? world how is it possible did this person get this from like one and i'm like it's multiple shots because that's that's how portrait mode works correct like, yeah it takes two different pictures and blurs the background and cl- right. keeps the foreground uh right. clear so and if you've ever seen a photo where every like every uh area is super crisp and clear it's because it's probably wow. layered and they focused on each like you know five right. different so areas and then put it all together assuming that's what like the three lens moving forward will do. Yes. Um, and, and it's going to let you, I guess, have a wider angle. Cause you know, when you put it in portrait, you can only like, you can yep. only be so far away from your subject. So uh, that's one thing I'm looking forward to when I do end up upgrading, but I'm, I mean, that's one of the things what, that I love about the iPhone eight um, in general. I mean, I know that that's like old probably, now, right? No, but I'm saying yeah, that's yeah. probably how dare you to <laughs> photographers out there. Yes. But, well, it's different too. I mean, I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android user, but I did just, I actually just upgraded my phone two days ago, two or three days ago. And it has the three lenses in it. And like, it does fancy stuff. And I'm very, ex- so I'm very excited. You're, you're trying to say that your phone's fancier than an iPhone? No, not at all. Are it just has, this is, <laughs> this is my first uh, three lens phone. And it is, it's very, I'm so far loving it. Like it's, it's great. Like, oh, I can afford this phone and it already has three lenses. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if I can afford it, but I have it. Um, while at Epcot Forever, I learned where not to stand, which is by a garbage can, because boy, was I just swatting away bugs. Just con- I mean, like there weren't mosquitoes. I don't know what they were. Uh, it didn't smell. It helped when everyone. I was alone by the way, so I got there at like seven fifty. Fireworks mm-hmm. at nine o'clock. I had a long time. Basically, I wanted a good spot. I wanted to get the Japan Pavilion. I don't want to be up on the. Um, I almost said the shelf. Up on the second level up there. I got a shelf. Yes. Anyway. Um, and then, of course, you know, 20 minutes or 50 minutes of showtime, all of a sudden, everyone's around you as if you weren't just standing there the whole time. Right. Yeah. People squeezing in and stuff. Touching. Basically, yes. And uh, I did hear the pre-Epcot Forever music. And I want to share it because it's really fun. I have no history about this. I don't even know what this music is. Like the sound of it. Yeah. But I want just to here. I'll create a little moment of ambiance for you. So I'm standing at the Japan Pavilion. The Japan the Japan Pavilion. Japan! In front of that, you know, that red... Country in the World Showcase. <laughs> in front Japan! Of the, in front of the big red pie symbol or whatever that symbol is. And uh, it's not really the pie symbol. I'm aware of that. Thank you. And I'm just hanging out. It's a nice, cool breeze. <laughs> and I'm waiting for Epcot Forever to start. And I'm, of course, like, on my phone or just doing whatever. And then this just the little music that's playing. that make you want to like yeah they're like really getting you ready for a yeah, little dance party pumping you up because it's so oh. whimsical <laughs> i'm also convinced i hear zippity doo in there actually can i play just a piece of that back because the whole time i'm waiting for like i'm waiting for zippity doo to start playing so it's it's like half of the zippity doo in the beginning let's see if hopefully this translates otherwise everyone's just gonna think i'm crazy although let's be honest it's probably too late for that crazy. yeah i was gonna say it's too late okay what? See if you hear a little bit of zippity doo da. I'm gonna try to play it right here. Hold on. It's coming. It's coming. All right, right about here. It goes zippity doo, and then it still goes away. I think you're just picking it up. I'm making Sorry. it up the whole time. I love though. You, but I think you're just picking it up. The whole time I thought I was gonna hurt. I'm just gonna crawl in the corner. You guys will be You'll back. be like, it's the zippity doo song. Remember? Yeah, something like that. So that's just okay. the entry music because for um. You do song, nodding not, my head no, no. in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so we do have some news, of course, some history coming up. And we got a lot of response to our, yeah. what is your Disney park traditions? What makes or breaks a trip for you? What, how, you know, if, um, if this didn't happen, it wouldn't be considered a Disney trip. Before we get this into should, all that. Like a challenge when we get there. I yeah. think this should be like our new challenge. Can you do all these things? Oh my gosh. In, in one day? In one day. Yeah, or, check, check off the list. One day or die. Um, before we get to that, I was reading an article in the Orlando Sentinel. By the way, I didn't tell you we're going to talk about this because this was just on a, on a whim. Um, oh. By the way, the Orlando Sentinel, as you might imagine, the newspaper that's local to, you guessed it, mm-hmm. Orlando. So maybe you missed it. But apparently every year the Orlando Sentinel calculates the total cost it would be to buy one of everything at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. They're like, wow. oh, that's pretty interesting. So I want to make sure they get credit for it because, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, I want to make sure I get the credit because I did not do the math on this. So um, this includes all booths, so all the food and wine, outdoor kitchens, or whatever you want to call it, plus the items that are available at the year-round locations, like sometimes the refreshment port or a Joffrey station or even the um, sunshine season in the land will offer like a food and wine only thing. So the, all of those things are included in this. Um, so it's all of those things. And also multi-purchase, multi-item purchases, like a beer flight. Technically, it's one purchase, but it does include multiple things, but that's included in this. Okay. Um, so if you were to, this is according to their estimation, 
one of every food item, so not the drinks, one of every food item at this year's Food and Wine Festival would cost you $542.35. That's not that bad, actually. When you think of it, it's like, huh, there's like quite a few items out there. There's around 100 or so items. Right. Um, one, this is, those are food items. One of every liquid offering would be $1,266.95. So if you wanted to get one of everything, everything, so the grand total for food and wine, I guess you could say, for the food and the beverages would be eighteen oh nine twenty nine. So just over $1,800. That's a little much. To get one of everything. <laughs> for the $1,800, that's two annual passes, right? Basically, like, depending Gosh, on no, what package. That's, and... not that's not even. Well, depending, I'm, I didn't mean to open up a, a wound here. I'll be open up I can. We're about to renew and we're not no. happy about it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Instead of that, we'll just hop into some news. Here's nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. You can add up all of our news nuggets every week and they'll cost you a grand total of zero dollars. And you're welcome for that. News nuggets. Love it. I like the live version of it. Yeah, <laughs> coming at you live. <laughs> um, Do you want me to go first? Yeah, hit it. All right. The uh, we have talked about this before, but guys, the Enchanted Rose at the Grand Floridian is now open. Um, so I think we had kind of gone over what they had teased about the different areas, but they have a little bit more detail now. There's four gathering spaces, as they're calling it, um, above the bar. Obviously, we talked about that's where the uh, really pretty like chandelier, yes, inspired by the bottom of Belle's like ball gown or whatever. Yes. So they have like a bar area. Um, then they have a library area, area, and that will showcase a classical Baroque design with French furnishings. Oh. So getting real fancy over there. Put your <laughs> pinky up. Uh, and then they have a garden room area. So that takes inspiration from the enchanted forest surrounding the castle. So they'll have like wolves and stuff coming out of the woods for you. Um, and then the last part is an outdoor patio. And it says that this evokes the romance of Beast's Garden Terrace. Oh. Yeah, so there's four, and the pictures are beautiful. Like, I think this is a beautiful space. Um, would like to see it in person. Can't wait for that. Yes. Uh, the food, you can go and look at the food offerings. I won't get into all the details about it, but it's mainly shareable bites. So it's not like a place I think that you would technically go and have full meals or anything. No. Uh, but, you know, it's like a charcuterie board, like type things, little shareable things. Yes. Um, their focal point is basically around a library of wines, library in quotes, Library, library of wine. Um, but they are also serving cocktails, mocktails, champagne, beer, and they have some ciders um, that they will be serving as well. If you're wondering what the price points are for this place, mm-hmm. let me give you one example. And you can kind of base what, whether or not you're going to go to this place, probably on this one dish. They do have an appetizer of truffle fries. served. I'm sorry, shaved black truffles, 18-month aged Parmesan. It's $14. So yeah. a plate of French fries. I'm aware of the truffle fries, but still. Well, $14. I will pay that much for truffle fries. Give me something else. <laughs> well, they have white sturgeon caviar for 95 Well, that's caviar. I was going to say that's probably. You're going to be real fancy about it, the Grand Floridian. Their, cheese, uh, their artisanal cheese selection is $19. Their appetizer shrimp is 19 So, like, it's on the higher end. I mean, it's yeah, in the Grand Floridian. What do you expect? Um, it's going to be fancy. I'm sure the the alcohol will be, is up there, too. Yes, I love everything about the decor except one area. And I'm a little embarrassed. They should be embarrassed. And this is not, I don't, not hating on the space because I don't care that it does or does not fit into the Victorian theme. That's not something that I lose sleep over at night. The garden room? Well, the whole Enchanted uh, Rose Lounge, they say, doesn't fit 
some people's argument is that it doesn't fit in with the Victorian era theme mm. of the whole Grand Floridian. But what, I'm not even, I don't care about that because you go in there and you forget you're in the Grand Floridian. But they updated the outdoor seating area, which still has that really like, I don't know, like tacky tile floor with a drain uh, pipe in the bottom of it. And they just put fancy couches and ottomans out there. Right. So it's like, you must know that you're still sitting outside on like rain and weather resistant, like cheap looking flooring. Does that make right. sense? I think if I was going to go, I would want to be in the, inside. Like, oh yeah. Inside in the bar area or that the said, library though, area. That's just yeah. the one thing. But then again, you don't have to eat out there. It's just like, man, they couldn't like spruce it up a little bit. I just don't know how that didn't happen. I'm interested to see what the crowd levels are going to look like at this place. Um, I was really hoping they would screen it in because I would definitely go out there more. Like if they did, if they really turned up that space a little yeah. more, put a screen up so that you can go out there no, all you, times you, of the day. You screen because I do not want to be exposed to the bugs. Yeah. Well, I mean, hello, <laughs> it's not that in the everyday life. Yes. Well, you know, like you ever want to go to like uh, sit outside at night when it's like starting to cool down a little bit, but like it's I don't know, it's and it's a little less mosquito season now, but during the summer it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's nice and sweaty, I'm sure. Speaking of dining, although you can't do reservations at the Enchanted Rose, it's a lounge. You walk up, and if there's room available, you sit down. Um, Disney announced that they are doing a... Well, they announced they have a preferred method to book advanced dining reservations. I read this article over on WDWMagic.com. They are saying, get this, drum roll, please. The preferred... That's a really pathetic drum roll. Hold on. That's just as bad. So the uh, preferred method, according to Disney, is online. Who, uh, who's raise your hand? Who's booking their advanced dining reservations over the phone? Okay, the, well, we had to do that, but it was for Hoopty Doo Review, and we found it, I think, easier. Just well, I guess it's because we had to make a change or something. Okay, I don't remember, but I did have to call for that. But yeah, you're right. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Um, of course, you still have to call if you're looking to book like a larger group, if you need to finagle something. They say eight or more, you can still make a call for because those are obviously yeah. less common than your typical two or four or six people yeah. parties. Um, so you will not be able to call the Disney Reservation reservation Center starting soon to book your dining. You have to go online. So they're making everything go online. Yes. Yeah, what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. You got to fire up your little tablet. The older people in the world are not going to be happy about Good. that. Good. Don't get a reservation, and then I can go Grandma eat at Ohana whenever I want. Your vacations and no mo. <laughs> <laughs> How do I work this thing? Yeah, I had to call because it was like it was ten people. There's oh, ten of us. Well, yeah. So it was some, and I think I guess I, felt, I don't remember like why it was that I. Oh, I know why. It's because I had to call to get my annual pass discount. Oh yes, of course. There's so some things like so that. So that's going to be the question, like. How does that work? Well, if, with Hoopty, because you pay up front, it's possible. Because think about that. Right. You can bur- you can purchase park merch with your annual pass discount at, from home as long as you have your yeah. accounts linked. Oh, uh, okay. So, so your, like, do, your Shop Disney you, account has to be linked with your My Disney Experience, the same one that you have your annual pass hooked up to, and it knows. Because I didn't think you could even get park merch anymore. Like it's On ShopDisney.com, you can, yes. Okay. Yeah, the Shop well, Disney Parks guess, app is gone. Yeah, so that's where it was confusing because I'm like, well, it's not like all the stuff that it that they used to it's have. It's not everything, but... but the My Disney Experience app also has a shop merchandise section where you can shop park merch and you can apply your annual pass discount or other discounts you may have. Good to know. That I guess I need to look into that further. Um, but yeah, that was why I had to call because you pay up front and if you want to do your annual pass discount, the only way to do that is to do it up front. Yeah, and maybe they change that. We'll see how, what the what the website says. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, I was just looking at you and I'm like, uh, what are we 
the next one's mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a news nugget. The Mickeys of Hollywood has now reopened at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So they have reimagined it. It's a merchandise store in Hollywood Studios. It has reopened. The pictures are beautiful. It looks great inside. Very 50s Hollywood. Um, so yeah, that's my nug for that one. Your nug. Um, I guess I'll keep us in Hollywood Studios. Uh, the Walt well, Disney is offering a couple of holiday time dining, is what they're calling it. This is uh, through Disney Parks blog. The Hollywood and Vine restaurant in Hollywood Studios is now a Minnie and her joyous friends dinner. So it's just usually a character thing, but around the holidays, yeah. they change it over like a holiday version of it. So the holiday yeah. version of Hollywood and Vine starts November 8th. Don't they do Halloween? Like it's like Minnie and Friends for Halloween too? I don't know if they do Halloween, but I, off the top of my head, I've only really ever noticed Christmas. Um, okay. But the Christmas one starts November 8th in case you're wondering. Because sometimes like there's so many things that change over from fall or nothing to Christmas and there's all kinds of dates. So if you're planning on doing a Hollywood and Vine, you want to do the Christmas version, start booking or have your reservation for November 8th. The first night of the Christmas party, I believe. Which makes sense. It's probably going to be the date then to see when things start switching over for Christmas. It's that Friday. Um, also, the dining packages are available for the Candlelight Processional. Uh, that's November 29th through December 30th. I had someone reach out and ask um, if I personally recommend doing the Candlelight Processional. And I think that it's something that maybe you should do once. I don't know okay. if it's if the I was going to say re-rideability, the rewatchability is high enough for you, but it's an experience. I think it's worth a shot. I wouldn't necessarily do a dining package. You can if you want to have a designated seating Stop. area and not have to worry about showing up early because those things get really crowded, especially depending on the celebrity narrator, people who have fan, you know are fans of certain speakers. So just be careful with that. I've heard good things about it. I've got one more nug, right. and that is. Um, and all of these stories, by the way, are from the Disney Parks blog. So you can go head over there to check out more of the details that we were talking about, um, just because we're kind of covering the nug part of it. Um, the white meat, if you will. Um, okay, so if you have Memory Maker or you have an annual pass, because if you know you have an annual pass at Disney World, you have Memory Maker. They now have a thing where they allow you to um, purchase a USB drive where they will load all of your PhotoPass photos onto them. This will cost you... $34.95 plus applicable taxes and shipping fees. Wow. Yeah, but you can go to DisneyWorld.com slash PhotoPass to get those. Um, and again, they're only if you have Memory Maker or Walt Disney World Resort Annual Pass. It's nice because they kind of take do all that work for you where you don't have to go to your app and save all the photos to like your phone or whatever device and then put, you know, some people just want all that stuff already thrown onto a USB. So for a little bit of added cost, because I'm sure the USB is like $2 <laughs> um, <laughs> for $32.95. No, um, they're going to put, take the work out for you and put those on a USB. Yeah. So that's I think what that, I'm thinking. It's, it's a matter of convenience there. I mean, it's not the end of the world to have to go in and download all your picks from your trip, but if you do a lot of picks, it's like, it's a little yeah. cumbersome. I've had to do that for people, but here's a little life hack, I guess. So if you don't have an annual pass, but your friend does, and uh, you're linked with them on my Disney experience, just politely ask them if they wouldn't mind accessing your photos for them and remove the watermark and then send them to you. So I can't tell you how many times that I very foolishly offer that to people and they got stuck doing all that work. So, right. so there's that. Oh, we've had some, we kind of figured that out recently because of what you told us. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, I don't know. We were trying to figure out a way we could do it. And so then I didn't realize, oh, well, we can see their photos. So yep. it does, does work. Do it. We have it, done it. And it works. It does work. 
All right, let's go way let's go way back into some Disney history. I think yours yours goes farther than mine. I think this week. Maybe. So if you want to hit us first with some history. So October fifteenth of nineteen seventy one, Life Magazine uh, presented a look at the newly reopened Disney World in Florida. So basically. Um, it was a color photo on the cover of 15,000 Disney employees posing in front of Cinderella's castle. Um, it also included a pull-out poster of the new Magic Kingdom. I'm curious if anybody that listens to our podcast has one of these copies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know anyone personally. It's like a cool photo. I mean, it's when the park opened. It's a ton of employees, obviously, in front of the castle. You know, it's Life Magazine. Yeah, it's like a Life Magazine color. I'm going to take us a little bit into the future as compared to that. All the way back to 1998, Disney debuted its newest show this week that year at Disney's Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. Of course, we're talking about Fantasmic. Hmm. As you know, the show features 22 minutes of whatever and four minutes of excitement. If you've ever missed... That's my first of all. That's my opinion. I feel like maybe you took that as a fact. Is that in the description? The original description. (laughs) The twenty-two minutes of of whatever and four minutes of hey, this is kind of cool. Great excitement. This is kind of (laughs) cool. Do you like that abrupt ending to mystery? I just wanted Um, to hear the music. Thank you. Hold on, is it still there? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Sounds very. Just keep this. This is like nice. Let's talk about some Disney park traditions. I'm excited about this because there are so many things that people do that either I haven't thought of or I realize that I also do. And I didn't realize it was something that made my trip. Or you're like, interesting. Tell me, tell me more about this. Yes, I had some (laughs) questions for people and I didn't necessarily get to reach out to everyone and ask because we got quite a bit. And this isn't um, everything that you're going to hear today isn't everybody's. We couldn't get everyone's in here because we'd be here for like 45 minutes. Also, I I think that the the way that people put this in here, like some with exclamation points, we need to read them as such. Yes. Um, Well, now I hope I didn't just add some in. So I kind (laughs) of categorized these a little bit because I wanted to make sure we had like a clear idea of what people were talking about. So I broke it up into ways to start your trip. So traditions that you would do that you have to do this like the first day of your trip or as soon as you get to Florida. Um, Another category where things that people have to do what they consider their park traditions within the Magic Kingdom. There were a lot of Magic Kingdom ones. Not so much for the other parks, actually. Yeah. There really weren't, I don't think, any. And then there were some overall things that didn't really fit into a park necessarily. And uh, some things that some people do at the resorts. And there are some interesting ones at the resorts. And one I LOL'd at and I'm excited to share. But I think <laughs> we should share ours uh, first. So okay. do you have anything that you would consider a reason that would make your trip like the way that I phrased this on Instagram when I was asking for people to contribute was, um, you know, every time I go to the Magic Kingdom, I do this. I have to start my trip this way or it doesn't feel like a Disney trip. So those kinds of things. Yeah. So should we go through the categories like we're doing it? So like I'll do my first one from the trip start traditions. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so for me, trip start is um, we have to go to Magic Kingdom first and say hello to the castle. Yes. That's just a must. Like you're not in Disney until you see Cinderella's castle. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where we've gone to other parks and I'm like, nope, we're not here yet. I don't, <laughs> don't even try to convince me. I have not seen the castle yet. I hate you all. Um, <laughs> no, but yes, that's like my trip start tradition is must see the castle first. I of course have that too. Have to start with magic kingdom. And I, a lot of people agreed with that. Cause we got a lot of those. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking with Nicole and for those of you that might be new, Nicole is my wife. And we came up with one that is a little bougie, okay? And I'm fully aware of it, 
You bougie? No, I'm not. I'm really not. It's just there are some things that I like and some things that I pay for. Like as you may know, we are Disney Vacation Club members, so we get we get used to those villas, right? It's just something that we like. We paid for it. It's this is not like something that was given to us. It's our own membership. So we have felt that the trip doesn't fully start until we're in our DVC room. So sometimes we would split up our stay. We do like one or two nights, especially if it was a Friday or a Saturday, because DVC members know those are the higher points. So we would pay cash to stay somewhere on an annual pass discount. Or if we had a cast member friend, we'd get a cast discount. So that kind of thing. But the trip didn't feel like it started until we were welcomed home. And there's something about that. And I, I hope that doesn't come across as bougie because it's, it's like a little bit, right? Like it's a little. Greg doesn't feel like he's in Disney until he's at the expensive hotel. Well, you know what? Kind of yes. I also like the way that you say bougie. Bougie. You say bougie. You bougie. Say bougie. <laughs> bougie. Don't they sing that song, Staying Alive? The bougies? I say it right. <laughs> um, so that's that. Um, that that said, no, actually, let's go to the next category. So what are some things? What oh, else? We're going to go Magic Kingdom traditions? Yes. Obviously, we talked about how you have to go to Magic Kingdom first. Yeah. Um, but specifically, pretty much Dole Whip floats are a must. Oh, we are those people. We don't get Dole Whips, but we like Dole Whips. Dole Whip floats with vanilla ice cream. Wait, stop right there. Stop. Stop this everything. Did you know that's that's exactly Nicole's thing? So is it? She doesn't like the pineapple soft serve ice cream with right. the pineapple juice. That's like too much. So she gets the vanilla soft serve on top of so the pineapple, the Dole Whip float or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's what we do. Interesting. Delicious. Yeah. I think that's like our only main one for for Magic, Magic Kingdom. And ours, we have to do People Mover. It's not a trip if we don't do oh, People yeah. Mover. Like multiple times. Yes. Also, um, Haunted Mansion as many times as possible. As many times as possible. And Space Mountain as many times as possible. <laughs> um, we'll fit it in. <laughs> I uh, That was really it for Magic Kingdom. I mean, like we did other things. We would get some desserts. I really liked my peanut. This is a little bit, it's a little bit different for me because, you know, I, I'm local now. But I tried to keep this mostly in terms of when I was vacationing here. Because now there really is no trip to Disney. It's either I'm there for a couple of hours or I'm not. Which is good and bad but um these are things that i was nicole and i would do to make sure our trip felt like a real disney trip a proper disney trip um as far as overall things go so not related to starting the trip or not related specifically to the magic kingdom um we absolutely had to do at least one character meet and greet somewhere to feel like we got an interaction with a i'm gonna say a real life disney character you know what i'm saying um i also personally felt like i didn't do a full trip if I didn't walk away with toilet paper, shampoo, pens, maybe pads of paper, a towel or two from the, all the all the swag, all the stuff, the stuff we, don't we all always, pay for. We don't always stay on resort, so that's not a thing for us. But um, something that's becoming one of our must do's, um, like for our overall trip, is dining at Ohana. Mm. If we we can do it. That's pretty much a must. I think that's our only reservation we have for this next trip coming up. Yeah. Which I got today. Today. I'm about getting reservations, but I got what we wanted. That's kind of one of our, like, if we can do it, let's do it. Uh, We just, like, pretty much build, like, our whole day around whatever day we're going to be doing that. So, I'm sorry, when did you say you got the dining reservations? Today. (laughs) (laughs) We were all very happy. Yes, we are um, very happy. It's been months in the making. Thank you, everyone who contributed to us getting this dining reservation. Um, I was trying to think of other overalls. I feel like I'm going to be missing something, and Doug's going to be like, I can't believe it. Oh, overall, usually at least once a year, uh, typically whatever our last trip of the year is, we do Disney Christmas ornaments for each other. 
Oh, um, I like that. That's usually typically because we've been going to Disney every year. We're like, we're not getting gifts this year, but we always at least do a Disney ornament. So we love going to the Christmas shop and picking out a Disney ornament. I mean, we sometimes we try to hide it from each other, but a lot of times it's like, well, that's what that's going to be your ornament. It's like when, you know, it's near Christmas and you need a toothbrush and your mom's like, well, that's going to be part of your Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, that's going to be your ornament. Sorry, you already saw it. But we'll like wrap it up. And sometimes we're like, oh, I forgot. I forgot what I picked out. And but I is. like to collect um, the princess shoes. Okay. And I like to collect the ear, like the Mickey hat. Yes. Um, ones that are all different themes. I know what you're talking about. Um, I know I'm going to think of more as we go. So I think let's let's start talking about some of the ones submitted by our listeners. Now, if you're wondering how did people submit this, um, got a few emails. A lot of people submitted it through Instagram. So that seems to be the place to go, of course, on Instagram at that park life podcast. And uh, we did get we I don't know if you knew we got um, some submissions from the people we called out by name on the last episode. Like, uh, by the way, you have to do this. Yes, I think they felt pressured. But um, so let's start out with some of the traditions that our listeners have when they want to start their trip. Now, I'm sure that a lot of us are going to agree with these. And some of these I didn't think of until they mentioned it. Um, no. So at Brittany Ryan Baker says, this is, she's odd on this one. Epcot first. Not Magic Kingdom. So go, uh, go yeah. Brittany, because I can't do that. And in addition yeah. to being uh, Epcot being the first park, she also must ride around the monorail first. Interesting. That's always a good one. I mean, getting on the monorail going to the parks is it's awesome well yeah because it makes you feel like you're on vacation yeah 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 because i don't know about Um, you i don't ride a monorail in my everyday life or do i because i live here you like that uh in general in general uh no i don't so i don't know that's um at disney in days said first day we must go to epcot no matter what oh my gosh that's two so Brittany and uh, Brittany ryan baker and at disney in days they should like get together yeah, when people love Epcot, I'm like, explain that to me. I just want to hear more about that because it's not a thing for us. So I'm interested, like, what are the things that pull you that you're like, yes, Epcot? Because it's not like, it, you know, it's not like it used to be. There's so many. It's not like, a, oh, but there's so much nostalgia because there's so many things that are closed. Yes. <laughs> there anymore. So I'm just always curious what it is that's like, that's the one thing you got to do over Magic Kingdom. Something I like about it is just walking in, going into Spaceship Earth area. There's something about that area that always makes me feel like, oh, like this is something I remember as a kid. Even yeah. though maybe aspects of the park are changing, including the one I just mentioned, because it's not going to look that way forever. Oh. And, and it shouldn't. But I, like, yeah, I kind of get that. Usually when we go to Epcot, like our Epcot day, Spaceship Earth is usually like one of the first things we do. Yeah. Um, at Duchess0511 was one of the ones that agreed with us that the first park is always Magic Kingdom. Um, right at, yeah, there's some other things about here. Uh, see, that, I guess this could fall under Magic Kingdom, but I put it in a trip start tradition because according to at Lauren, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing your last name, Lauren. I'm so sorry. Okay, at Lauren it. Baccarini. That's how I would say Baccarini, it. Baccarini, Bacc- I just, hey, hey, <laughs> just think of that. So uh, Lauren says she has to go to Pirates as their first and last ride. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I like your book ending your trip and they get Casey's as their last meal, which makes it sound like it's a death row thing. They mean their last meal on their trip. I assume. I don't know. They got Pirates in their history, their family history. <laughs> yes. Um, at Light Up Alex said, regardless of the coast, regardless of the coast, you think they make cost? No, it's coast. Oh, okay. Regardless of the coast, we always start. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <sighs> because i'm poor and i can't go to disneyland <laughs> we always start with star tours and end with autopia yes or the tomorrowland speedway i thought that was so cool 
Yeah, the so, speedway. The speedway kind of cracks me up. It does. Well, I just I think it's cool that they or I don't know if it's a they, but light up underscore Alex on Instagram has a tradition that spans both parks. And they're right. able to do it. They have two attractions that are either similar or the same they could go on. See, this is when I want to hear stories because I want to be like, okay, why is that? Tell me the story. Yes. Because it's Star Tours and Tomorrowland Speedway, which cracks me up. I'm like, there's got to be a story behind this. Maybe we'll follow up with some of these people. Yeah. So light up, Alex. You let me know. That's right. Because we've messaged back and forth a little bit. So you let me know what, what it is about Star Tours and Speedway or slash. Right. By the way, we always pronounced it as Autopia as a kid because we were like unintelligent. <laughs> and uh, are unworldly, I should say, and we just pronounced it Autopia. And then it wasn't until I was like a full grown up. I mean, maybe in the last like six or seven years, it's like, oh, it's you Autopia. Were, you were like, Boom. I was this many years old when I learned this. I was this. too old for that. Um, Automatopia. Something like okay. that. You ready to move on to Magic Kingdom traditions? Yes. There's a lot here, but there's these are some good stuff yeah. in here. Um, at Disney, here we go. They said rope dropping, which I love. And if you don't know what rope dropping is, it just means you're there before the park opens. Rope drop is what they do to open the park. Yes. And shout I out. It's rope dropping. And I'm like, who are you? How do you this? <laughs> and shout out to Disney. Here we go. I met one half of you while That's I was, right. while you were on your trip. Um, I'm like, I feel like some of these people, but I can't remember everyone's names. So anyway. Yeah. You'll recognize, I think some listeners, I mean, some of the people are about to mention have been on the show. Um, yeah. At chase the wind underscore touch the sky, which is a lyric, yeah. right? This uh, one. Their go-to. Yeah. I wanted to start singing when I saw this. <laughs> how does that song go? Touch the sky. <laughs> is that brave? I don't know. I don't. I didn't see it. It is. Okay. Spoiler. Go. Not spoiler. What's uh, Disney admission? I stopped watching Brave halfway through. I thought it was boring. Okay. Wow. So wow. from wow. Chase the Window Fence, Touch the Sky. She has to have a mint chocolate chip ice cream and watch fireworks on Main Street, which I can relate to because I love that flavor yeah. ice cream and I like watching fireworks. Um, those are two of my favorite things. Yes. And although they're not like a must do, they are going to be now. Yes. <laughs> Doug's like, I'm going to be telling him, no, I must have a mint chocolate chip ice cream um, Sunday or something smothered in some kind of fudge, preferably. Here's the and thing, though, watch- about mint chocolate chip ice cream. I love it. And this is not a knock on the ice cream. The reason why I tend not to get it is I can't put peanut butter on it. And ultimately, for me, ice cream is nothing if not a vehicle for peanut butter. So I, I try. I tend not to get it, even though I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's my favorite. It is my ride or die, if I have to say it. Uh, traveling in the magic. Sorry, that's at traveling in the magic. They said ride Big Thunder in the very back. Yes. Must be in the back, which is also really awesome. Well, have you ever ridden in the front? Yeah, it's kind of like. It's a little lame. Around. It's, it's a limp ride. Kids ride. By the way, it's a, it's a limp ride, the name of my autobiography. So. Um, you can who needs to be on what side because one of us is always getting squished and <laughs> Doug's obviously a little bit bigger than me. And so I'm like, I can't remember which side it is. I, need, I think it's like, I need to be sitting on the left side, not to die. Yeah. If you go in first, especially on the part where like you do like that long turn, um, yeah. you'll be okay. If you're on that, on that side, um, the mouselets who have and been on our show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, and that was your tip of the week. <laughs> um, the mouselets who have been on our show before, so they have to get a Cheshire cattail, which I haven't I, had. I don't know why I haven't had it. All right, Greg, I'm putting it on you because you live there. So <laughs> Okay, you know what? The next time I'm at the Magic Kingdom, if I can squeeze it in. Oh, because hey, We're going to be together in a couple weeks. Don't so invite yourself maybe... to my Cheshire cattail party. <laughs> we should have a Cheshire cattail party. Okay. We'll start. How about Doug and I? We'll start on each end and we'll meet in the middle and, you're, and someone can video. Be so amazing. Oh, my gosh. But maybe we'll have a little bonus for you guys. Um. 
Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Sorry. I keep like waiting for you to do the next thing. And I'm like, it's my turn. Um, oh gosh. At Carly. Is it case? It's K A C Z. I pronounced it Cax, which if I had a Boston accent, I'm saying a dirty word, but it's a case, but I'm like, that's not it. No. It's at Carly with a K K A R L E E K A C Z. Yes. Um, and she says, take a family castle picture and ride Dumbo at night. Dumbo at night is cool. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done Dumbo. Oh, at you got to do it. There's no, I mean, it's Dumbo, right? It's not going to like blow your mind, but at yeah. night it's cool because you get a different perspective of the park. You're up high. Plus the lighting on that ride looks really cool at night. It's got like, like neonish kind of coloring to it. I like yeah. it. It's got some nice bright colors. Um, Braden who was on our Behind the Lens episode. He's at bschmidt.disney, who recently celebrated a birthday. Shout out, happy birthday, two days ago or a day ago. His um, 12th birthday. No, that's what I joked about, too. I found out I was a senior in high school when he was born. Yeah. I yeah, felt very cool. old, Brayden, when you told me how old you were. Um, he uh, likes to share a Sunday from Friar's Nook and watch Happily Ever After from behind the castle. I thought that was kind of cool because... If nothing else, Disney's about like spending time with people you like, or maybe not, and that's why you go alone. But that was kind of cool that his go-to, his tradition was to share something. I do like that. Mm. Okay, at Adventures by Sam, they said breakfast or dinner at Crystal Palace. It's been so long for me. Gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, I remember Nicole telling me that that was like her go-to restaurant too. Before we went together, that was like her family's jam. Right, Doug has been there. That was one of their family's, his family's jam too. Um, They love that place. I don't think we're doing that this next trip because there were some other ones that were like, nope, we're doing that over Crystal Palace. <laughs> um, but I've heard good things about Crystal Palace. So more power to you, bro. Uh, World Traveler Trading Co., who, by the way, I've been accidentally putting off, but I really want to have her on our show because she makes really awesome um, like key fob things, like keychains kind of thing and custom oh, wow. dog collars and other things that are f- like... Uh, you know, representative Disney parks. And, well, it's and not movies. too far, baby, is that? Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she, uh, hers is to go on the people mover, which is like... I second that. Yes, of course. It's almost like a given. Again, these are rides that I'm like, we must do this as many times as possible. And you know what? I would say this. One of our traditions is to do the people mover and ride it twice in a row. If you, do the, you do the finger in the air thing like that. We're going again. Swirl, and they've never told me no. So oh. always... Um, something we try to do i was kind of hoping when we got these that people would there'd be like camps of people who when they come in the magic kingdom they have to go to the tomorrowland they have to go to adventureland or they have to go forward and we got one who said they have to go to adventureland first this was i love to eat which by the way relatable love also love to eat <laughs> um and she says she has to go to adventureland first yeah we typically go that way because we teach everybody go left when you yes. go into the park so adventureland if you go first it's actually the nicest because there's hardly anybody there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really nice and quiet. and But you're getting like all these fun rides in at once. So I like that. Um, okay. At Christy underscore L underscore lunch. She says upstairs at Columbia no, Harbor. No, not part of her name. It's, she's eating lunch yeah. upstairs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought. Wait, weird. Because... <laughs> okay. That's not part of her name. She should change it. It's uh, Christy underscore L and then it ends in an underscore and then space. I think you could end your Instagram sure in an you underscore. Can. You can end it in an underscore. Well, Two underscores. In my defense, the way that you listed it in here, it looks like lunch is part of her wow. name. Wow. I guess it's my fault. <laughs> Just saying, if people saw this, they would probably have done the same thing. I'm not completely oblivious. Just like 80%. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, Christy. 
Um, lunch, lunch upstairs at Columbia Harbor House, looking into fantasy land. Yeah, that's a fun place to be. And you can go on the other side of the restaurant or the other side of the little room and you're facing out towards Liberty Square. I think now Christy needs to change her name to Christy underscore L underscore lunch. I mean, at least then people know what they're getting into. She enjoys a good midday meal. I mean, it kind of rolls out the tongue. Christy, at lunch. Uh, Colleen, friend of the show, who we're meeting up with. Yes. Maybe we shouldn't we broadcast that because... No, we keep, um, but we do keep messaging back and forth because we're just so excited. Well, they are very <laughs> excited. So this, she's at CM Haggerty. I always think I'm mispronounced. You know what, guys? Just don't use your names. Just change. <laughs> everyone change their Instagram handles to something that is not a name, so I can't mispronounce it. Smith. Yes, Smith one, <laughs> can, Smith two. That one down, but yes. Anyway, Colleen says we always keep our head down until we get to the top of the train station, and that's our oh, first look at the castle. I love that. So first if look- you see two people tripping. It's probably yeah, Colleen and her fiance, Joe. Because they have their heads they have their heads down while they're walking into the park. Her hubs, if you will. Her future hubs. Future hubs. Um, let's talk about some overall trip stuff. So we talked about what is a tradition to start the trip and then once they're in the Magic Kingdom, because that was the bulk of our responses. So these are just some kind of overall here and there rando things that people thought, well, okay, we gotta do this for it to feel like a Disney trip. Um, so at C Tina three five one three. She says, uh, date night at Morimoto's in Disney Springs. Uh, I've never been. Did I say that right? Morimoto's? Morimoto. Sure. Who cares? Um, Morimoto. Morimoto's. And shout out to Christina. We've talked a bunch. Um, I didn't want to include people a couple of times, but some people were an exception. Colleen is one of them again. Shout out. I did. Um, it's okay. Well, mostly because of what she said. And it is, it's not a complete trip without a meal at the boathouse. And same because delicious. We're, um, that's one of our, maybe in the future we'll go there. We haven't been there yet. What's nice about this is, so that's like, cause to me, the boathouse is, it's not the most expensive meal I've ever had, but it's not cheap. So like this is not a wallet motivated choice, but the next entry or submission is a wallet motivated one. Okay. Um, at Matthew Livingston 10 said, bring food because food there is not cheap. Yes. You know what? Matthew, we are- <laughs> well, I mean, we do eat food in the park. Um, but like when it comes to the boathouse, we're just creatures of habit. And so we have restaurants that we really like to go to. And yes. so we're almost, it's almost like we're not willing to spend the money just to try something when we know there's something we already love. Yeah. Fair. Totally fair. And uh, last on overall trip stuff, Yoho Gregory. At, is that you? It's not is this me. your other No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, no, but his name is Greg. So at Yoho Gregory, he must have a Mickey's premium ice cream bar in order for Greg, it to be. No, Shut stop up. it. It's not. <laughs> no, because I, although I do like premium ice cream bars, I don't. I know, pay, that's what I'm saying it. <laughs> but the thing is, though, I don't get one if I have to pay for it. So maybe it's a here we go. Here's Boo J Greg again. Um, okay, but technically you're paying for it. Let's be real. It is. It's just it's included as part of the DVC uh, Moonlit Magic events because they give them out as many as you'd like. Fine. with the dvc name dropping well, or if you do an after hours party thing whatever those things are called after hours events where you still pay yeah. a lot of money they are included and i go ham on that because i'm good i gotta get my money back bring in your cooler at that yes. point um okay so resorts it was the other category um so we'll go into that and i'm sure this is probably your favorite greg uh at our magical life and there are underscores in it so at not our lunch. magical what yeah not is our magical a- life lunch um, our magical life every trip since 2002 i go to the grand floridian and get a pick on the big staircase okay it's grand flow i just was shorthanding it I while typing grand flow. the grand i flow. do 
I'm sure. And I would love to see all of these um, stacked up against each other. Yeah, the like, progression. See all- all the pic- uh, pictures side by side. That'd be awesome. Um, and I like this because Nicole and I, we didn't get married at the Grand Floridian, but we did stay there that night. We got married at the Boardwalk, as you may know from listening for a while. Uh, but that night before we went up and like changed out of our tux and our dress, we took a nice photo on that staircase right there. So it's a little, you know, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have done it, including our magical life. But it's like, it's a cool spot. So I'm glad we have that in common. People love big staircases. There's a... Um the Omni hotel in Charleston. And that was where like everybody went for prom to mm-hmm. take their photo. It was like, Oh, they have a big staircase. We all have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a good staircase. Yes. Um, okay. At S underscore Anthony underscore stick. No, stop. Uh, <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it is like the way that you put these in here that makes it look like that's part of there. But when you click on it, everyone's username is bold. So that you should see the bold end. Not on mine. I don't know what to tell you. So her username, it's her name is Sophia. She's at S underscore Antony or Antony underscore and then nothing. She said, stick her hand in the nose of the tiki head at the poly. <laughs> I LOL at this. So do you know I, what I like she's that. talking about? It's out what? back. So if you walk, um, like if you leave the main lobby of the Polynesian and keep walking toward where they do the luau and eventually you can walk over to the Grand Floridian, there's a big tiki hat out there. And I think not the last time I was there, but two times ago, I had Nicole take a photo of me with my hand up its nose. And I didn't like it because I looked super bald in the photo, but I wound up not posting it. Um, so I totally relate, Sophia. So thank you for that. And our last one here for things that we consider our park traditions. This is another one that's a double. Forgive me. Sometimes people submit it to. Oh, wait, we have one more. I forgot to include the adrenans on here. So hold, hold that thought. Yeah, um, I was like, where are you? I'm here? sorry that I forgot that. But um, this is from Braden again at bschmidt.disney, who I shouted out on his birthday because I still think he posts like A plus photos consistently. And yeah. with not enough attention because they're like every almost every photo is A plus. Anyway. Um, here he is offering something sweet again. The, the the kid who just manages to do all the photos perfectly and now he's saying sentimental things. He was the one that wanted to share ice cream. His other one for a resort tradition is he always has to measure himself and his brother next to the totem pole inside Wilderness Lodge. And that's their thing of like tracking their height unofficially I know, I'm within like, the resort. Over there, have they taken a Sharpie and marked their own? I, I, I meant to ask that. And I was like, well, how are they charting their progress? Unless they're doing, or maybe they're just taking photos or just kind of remembering or like pointing at a picture or something, something like that. Um, uh, So we did shout out Jen Drennan in our last episode as as make sure you do this. Um, They always get a margarita in Mexico. The adults, not the boys. I assume. I actually shouldn't assume. Um, And I don't know if this is everywhere in Disney. I feel like everywhere we've gotten alcohol, it's, you know, they don't skimp on the alcohol, but the margaritas especially will. Yeah. Woo! And it's a party, by the way. <laughs> something that she considers a tradition that I'm going to assume she's able to pull off most of the time, because this is a little bit difficult to do all, at least, I don't know, I could be wrong, is because they are able to go often enough, they try at least one new snack or a new restaurant or a new show so that mm. it's a, there's at least one new, I'm paraphrasing, but there's at least one new aspect of an, of the experience so that wow. it doesn't become like, a, I'm guessing, so it doesn't become like a stale experience. Like that. And I kind of like that. That's like, yeah. that's respectable because uh, if you don't, it's possible that you're going to get a little complacent or start to think that Disney is boring because I don't think it is. And there's always something, even if it's something so small as a new cupcake, which, by the way, always on my always. radar. They always uh, have new cupcakes. There's, there's always something going on. Yeah, you could just start with food items. I feel like that's a good idea to start with something new. Maybe Doug and I will start that this trip. Just like, something. Let's, new. 
Um, now I am really excited about the Hoopty Doo review because it's something that no one in his family has done before. Mm. So very, I'm excited for that. And so, I haven't done it. Since I was like very, very little. Oh barely remember. I'm excited. You're gonna love it. Um, so I'm like with us because she always gets chosen to go on stage. <laughs> oh, Nicole. Yeah, she has. I mean, we're two for two. That's 100. percent um, again, huge shout out to everyone. And I know it didn't get to everybody's, but I got to most people. Uh, shout yeah, out to everyone who responded. We always love hearing from you guys. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of traditions out there and I'm sure there are more. I'm sure there are, as you're listening to this, you're like, Oh, I do that too. I do the two. Oh wait, this made me think of that, this and that. Um, so again, shout out to that next week. I think I'll be bringing back a magic mashup for a prize. Ooh, so, a joke. <laughs> so, uh, I know, I know people take that pretty seriously. Um, and last time, I think it was guessed pretty quickly. So I'm going so to have to make it difficult. I was thinking there. about that. Uh, we'll see. I'm toying around with the idea. So if you don't remember, the magic mashup is we play a bunch of different songs all at one time. And you have to correctly identify all of them for a prize pack. I was going to say, you know what we could do? Yeah. Start with like seven songs and then every week we pull one song out. until some. <laughs> or I would just give stronger hints maybe. Real strong hints. It's a real point. strong hints. Um, again, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at that Park Life Podcast. My account, my personal account, is at NRG Adventures. I am at Lost Princess Printing. Of course, if you like what you heard today, please, we always appreciate a nice review over on iTunes. Um, or if you want to support what we're doing, we are available through Patreon. We have a patron page. Um, over there as well and it's been a little while since i posted something so i'm going to try to get something out over the next day or two and typically what i post on our patreon page is something that i don't normally talk about which sometimes tends to be work or my personal life which might sound boring but i try to make it interesting there's always (laughs) something going on over there and um, if you ever want to submit a topic idea or if you ever want to reach out and maybe discuss something we talked about you can email us Um, right now it's just my name so it's at Greg, no, it's Greg at That Park Life Podcast. Of course, you can always DM us. I promise that we are friendly people and we will respond to you. We'll try to. We'll try to. All right. On that note, thank you, everybody. Goodbye. All right, bye. Bye. Do you think people would stop listening if we just did 10 to 15 seconds of of fart sounds and not with an app like with our mouths um i don't know i mean i guess we could just try it out okay let's let's start the timer right wait. now yeah like we gotta warm okay. up a oh, little bit oh, Hold oh on, we're gonna do it oh i got some good ones Hold i on. grew up with nothing but boys so okay bring it on. ew that sounded like a fart that was a horse that's a fart uh, okay all right you're <laughs> i don't think i can do any hold on wait Oh my god oh that was bad you can't do that come I on can't do- <laughs> can't even- that was a bad one did oh we god. make it to 15 seconds uh i am i'm just too busy laughing wait let me do i think it's best to end on like <laughs> Hold on, you ready? That wasn't really that me. That was an app. Okay. Juicy. That was juicy. That was juicy. All right. On that note, I think we're ready. Okay.